business owners, and executives from around the valley. This is Business Leaders with Lance Cardoza. Good morning and thank you for watching Business Leaders. My name is Lance Cardoza. We'd like to thank Flooring Liquidators for making this episode possible and also want to remind you that you can get Business Leaders via podcast by going to iTunes or any of your favorite podcast sources, searching Business Leaders with Lance. Today's guest is Dr. Carol Goldsmith, one of my favorite people here in the Valley, and she is the Chancellor of the State Center Community College District. Welcome to my show. Well, thanks for having me, Lance. Good yeah, to see you. Good to see you. Yeah. I've had over the years that I've had radio and different uh, mediums, we've yeah. uh, we've talked, so I know a little bit about your journey, but a lot has happened in the past couple of years. It certainly has. It's been a busy couple of years. Uh, I think we first met each other when I was still out at West Hills, the president out at West Hills College. West Hills yeah. College, yeah. yeah. We did some great things out there. I think you guys had a football championship that we, we streamed to yes, all the parents. Yes, that was quite an event. And uh, thank you again for streaming that so parents were able to see their their sons play. And you did our graduation, too, so yeah. all of our students and their families could see it. So, uh yeah, we we seem to we've known each other for a while. For a while, for yeah. some time, and then I had you on my radio program when we talked about your journey and yes. when you came over to Fresno uh, City College yeah. as the president there. That was great. That was about six, seven years ago now, and yeah. uh, that was a nice journey to come home to Fresno after uh, leaving Kalinga. And uh, we had some time on the radio, so that was nice. And I see you have a great, you've moved up in the world. I moved up in the world. So I, yeah. I retired from radio and said I was done. I couldn't, I just couldn't do it anymore. I was getting busy in the entertainment business and what we were doing and mm-hmm. everything else going on. And I got a phone call and said, uh, why don't you bring it over to the TV? Oh, it's a lot of work. There I am doing it again. <laughs> well, thank you for having me on. And I love I'm it. just yeah. really glad that KMPH, uh, sponsors this and you have a lot of sponsors and I've enjoyed watching your show. So thanks for having me on. Thank you. Thank you for saying that. And it's, it's been a journey already. It's been a little over a year and a half now here with Sinclair Broadcasting with mm-hmm. KMPH and they're a great family of people here and, uh, very welcoming and easy to work with, and I really appreciate being here in the studios. And we appreciate you for watching and watching Business Leaders every Tuesday morning at 11 a.m. And now also getting us on a podcast. Everybody's on podcast when they sure. first brought it. I'm like, I have no idea. About you got to explain <laughs> it to me, and someone's got to take care of it. But I'm excited about it. Let's do it. Fantastic. But now, yeah, you search Business Leaders with Lance, and you get us on a podcast as well. I've, I've listened to you uh, on my podcast, on my Apple iTunes. So, uh, Very yeah. Very cool. Yeah. Very cool. That's exciting. So talk to me about you became the chancellor yeah. of the State Center Community College. I know uh, you were doing great things as the president of Fresno City College and following your career there. And then all of a sudden, I knew you were going to bigger and better places always, and I was excited to see you as our chancellor. Talk to me about. Well, thank you. You know, you talked a little bit about the the welcoming uh, environment you work in, and I've been blessed to uh, have had work with some of the best people uh, at State Center Community College District. Fresno City College, of course, is the first community college in in California. And uh, I was there for about six years. And uh, the chancellorship opened up, so I applied and uh, was selected uh, by the Board of Trustees to serve as the chancellor. So now uh, I'm still working with the good people at uh, Fresno City College and all the students they serve, but I'm also working with the uh, faculty and classified professionals at Reed Lee College and Clovis Community College and, of course, California's newest community college, Madera Community College. So uh, 
I'm incredibly blessed. This has just been an amazing journey. You know, we have four college campuses. Uh, we have two centers, and uh, we're growing. So a lot of exciting things. This last year has really been a whirlwind. Yeah, absolutely. You were busy. I was going to say that. Yeah. You were busy as the president of president of the city, and when I heard that, I thought I'll never see her again. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. but I've seen you more yeah. because you you have to be out there more. I do in those communities I that do. you serve. Yeah, and I love it. And the communities, you know, it's interesting when you talk about community colleges because. Really, the first word is community, and that's the first word in our business. So, you know, when you go out to Madera or you go out to Reedley, um, those rural colleges mean so much mm-hmm. to the communities they serve. You know, and with Madera being the newest, that is the only institution of higher education in the entire county of Madera. So it's a real focal point and a sense of pride for the community. So I love being able to go out there and I get to talk with the students. And, and in fact, Maddie the Mountain Lion is the first female uh, mascot in our district. And I think she's the only one in the valley. So, you know, as a, as a, as a, limp, a woman who's broke the ceiling, uh, it's good to see Maddie the Lion break the ceiling too. The Mountain Lion there. Is, yeah. is, oh, wow. Cool. Yeah. I didn't even know that. So well, that's exciting. Fun fact. Fun fact. Yeah. The, uh, you've always been very good at connecting with the students. And I'm sure students are watching business leaders and you, you probably should be in class right now. It's Tuesday at 11. <laughs> or you're a professional now, and you remember going to uh, Madera, Clovis, or, or, or Reedley, uh, or Fresno City College, and mm-hmm. you know, and Dr. Goldsmith. Yeah. I know you're one of those people that is not administrator in a way of untouchable to the students mm-hmm. um, and unrelatable. You're very relatable to the students, and you want to talk to the students and understand them because that's what it's all about. And uh, also, too, with administration, and I believe you connect with your team very well. Well, thank you. You know, one of my great joys, and I miss it because being, you know, downtown, I don't get to see the students quite as much, but I do schedule time to go out to all the colleges and the centers and have an opportunity. I get invited a lot uh, to classrooms or to different events, and I try to go as much as I can because it's really all about that student experience. And mm-hmm. while I love going and, you know, sharing my story, being a first-generation, you know, college grad, uh, being the first one in my family to go to college, uh, having a learning disability diagnosed at a very early age, trying to overcome that struggle, um, you know, I hope I can relate to students, but it's really not so much about my story. It's about me listening to the students. And each and every day, I am just in awe of our students, especially the last two years with the pandemic. They have shown such tremendous grit and, you know, perseverance. Mm -hmm. You know, our graduation rates at all four colleges went through the roof. And that's because our students understand the importance of education to their own lives Mm -hmm. and how that connects to their families. So while some people are worried about the future, uh, maybe it's because I'm blessed. I get to see the future of our community and it looks bright. The the students who are going to our community colleges today really want to do something for themselves and for their community. So it's, uh, I'm really blessed and honored to be able to work with them. Awesome. We're going to talk about that. We're going to take a short break and when we come back, let's talk about some things like the enrollment trends. Sure. Pre and post COVID, and there'll be some changes there, and some other topics that that affect uh, the state center community college district, and uh, where you're the chancellor of Dr. Goldsmith. Thank you for watching the program here, at Business Leaders, and we'll be right back with more with Dr. Goldsmith. And make sure you go to businessleaders.tv for this episode and past episodes. We'll be right back.
Welcome back to Business Leaders. My name is Lance Cardoza. I'm sitting here with Dr. Carol Goldsmith, Chancellor of the State Center Community College District. That's a mouthful. It is. Yeah. It's a very long place card. Yeah. Yes. So your business card is horizontal it's, like it this. Is, it yeah. is. Yes. Yeah. Especially when you list all four colleges and the centers. So. Everything yeah. on there. Dr. Goldsmith, we were talking about uh, during the time, the challenges of students yeah. and faculty and staff even mm-hmm. and everything with business uh, and just the lives that the pandemic had effect. And coming back to school and higher education, mm-hmm. uh, a lot of things are, are different. There's positives, there's there's negatives, uh, but in in the end, um, we have goals to achieve. And and these students, uh, when you talk about enrollment trends, what, what did that look like pre and post COVID? Sure. So the colleges of State Center, again, Fresno, uh, Clovis, Madera, and Reedley, uh, were some of the fastest growing colleges. Before the pandemic, yeah. in fact, uh, a lot of colleges throughout the state, especially in some of the more populous areas, was facing a decline in enrollment. Not the colleges of State Center. We were in, we had increasing enrollment, um, and I'm glad we had increasing enrollment because the pandemic, not only locally but statewide and nationally, really decimated uh, community colleges um, and higher education in general. Yeah. Um, it's a concern. Uh, we we saw. A, pretty big hit. I've seen some school districts lose, you know, up in the real rural Northern California lose up to 40% of their enrollment. That's a concern. Uh, for us, we, we lost probably about 20, 22%. Um, what's most troubling though, when we looked at the data, trying to figure out who's not yeah. coming back, I thought we would see similar trends of like who, what communities were most impacted, uh, by the pandemic. Yeah. Um, and we thought perhaps communities of color would be uh, mostly impacted. But when we ran it, we didn't see any major differences in terms of ethnicity uh, but, or um, even um, looking at age. We really didn't see a big difference. Yeah. It, was, it was pretty similar across the board. But when we started looking at men, we saw that there was a statistical difference. And we saw that our young men, uh, especially the age 18 to 24, were not returning or going back to school in the rates that they had. And we know that high school graduation rates dipped a little bit. Um, but a lot of the students weren't going to the community college after high school. They huh. weren't going to the four-year. They weren't entering into the workforce. So yeah. um, that was concerning for me. So when I first became chancellor uh, last year, I commissioned um, a, a, a group of people, both at the colleges, but also bringing in community leaders, uh, our churches, our men of faith, uh, bringing in um, the, the military recruiters, bringing in uh, community-based organizations and other men's groups and men's leaders, as well as our, you know, our faculty and our administrators and classified professionals, to really look at the data, talk to some students who didn't return, and try to find out why aren't you coming back. Yeah. So we found a, three basic uh, reasons. I mean, three big buckets. There's a lot of reasons, but trying to put one thing on it, you really can't. It comes down to a lot of our young men are simply just were overwhelmed with everything that was going on in the world. Mm-hmm. You know, the pandemic, the civil unrest, um, really kind of feeling uh, overwhelmed and overburdened. So a lot of them are just taking a gap year, taking a stop yeah. out. Some of them had to um, work, go to work because to work, of support the family. Support yeah. the family. There was a family member who may have passed away or who was sick. Yeah. Um, and then, of course, we we had some students who uh, just said they just weren't going to they just they just said i'm 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 not going to do it 
So um, we're going back now and working with those young men because the other thing they shared with us is they'd want to see mentorship. They wanted to see programs for them. So all of the colleges have uh, worked together and worked with a lot of our mentors and interns uh, to be able to bring more community members in. In fact, uh, this spring, hosted at Fresno City College, yeah. uh, later this spring, we're going to have a men's summit. And uh, we're going to have young men and some uh, returning athletes and some local Fresno local famous people. Beautiful. It's going to be great. A lot great. of inspiration for a young man. To a lot young. of inspiration. We're working with our school districts, you know, to bus young men in so we could talk about what it's like to be a young man today in today's environment, today's world. Yeah. And really talking man to man about the realities of education, the realities of your economic future if you don't go to college. Um, And for me, you know, I had a wonderful opportunity to talk to uh, three of my presidents. I said, you know, gentlemen, I'm really going to rely on you to this because, you know, I can bring the young men in. I can can mom them, but I can't talk to them about what it's like to be a young man in today's world. And I I totally relate to everything you're talking about. I think we have a similar story of working with photography at a Mm -hmm. young age. Yeah. And I had uh, taken class in a community college and knew that I was already working in photography and what I was learning in school and not sure if I should just go work. And yeah. it's the worst decision I ever made because I thought, you know, I can go out and hustle and work. And I did it and was very successful at it and just grew. But the painful years of hustling and struggling yeah. when I would have had a huge leg up in corporate world or any other avenue if I would have completed that education. And I still hustle today because of it, because I have to, because I'm not going to be able to go to the Fortune 500 company without the degree. I've got to create my own Fortune 500 company, you know, and that's it's a tough uh, decision to make as a young man. It is. And, you know, one of the things I I love about you is you're really an entrepreneur. So we're looking for entrepreneurs like yourself. Matter of fact, I may talk you into come joining us (laughs) because we want – not only people to go work for big companies, but a lot of young men want to start their own business. Well, you know, you may be a wonderful photographer, but do you have the business acumen to be a successful business person? So we can help a lot of young men start their own businesses, whatever yeah. their interests are. Yeah. So uh, that's one of the things that we're doing to try to encourage uh, our young men to come back. There is good news. There's some, uh, even though we haven't hit the, the pre-pandemic uh, lows, we are trending in the right direction. Beautiful, beautiful. Good stuff. We've got a lot more to go in another segment here here on Business Leaders. Dr. Carol Goldsmith, thank you for being on the program. And you've probably seen Chancellor Goldsmith, or at the time it was President Goldsmith at Fresno City College. Uh, and we got more to come, and we're going to talk about the exciting news here with the State Center Community College District. I got it, I think, almost. <laughs> we'll be right back. Don't go away. Welcome back to Business Leaders. I'm Lance Cardoza, and I wanted to remind everybody, we just had an amazing 2022 40 Under 40, and it's that time again to get your nominations in for young professionals throughout the Valley or someone that really makes an impact in your community that needs to be recognized. Go to 40, the letter U, 
4040.com and write a 250-word description. And alumni members of the 40 Under 40 will take a look at that this summer. In December of 2023, we'll announce the class of 2023's Business Streets 40 Under 40. On my show today, I've had Dr. Carol Goldsmith with the State Center Community College District. We've been talking about all the exciting things with the colleges and changes coming out of the pandemic. And uh, you're talking about silver linings before we went on the break. And tell me a little more about that. Sure. So uh, we were talking about silver linings and that, yes, the state has seen a decrease in enrollment at higher education. But we're seeing some silver linings. We have seen... Since the floor of the the drop in enrollment, we're 15% above. So we're trending in the right direction. You know, and we've learned a lot uh, from online learning. We realize that uh, that is something that is really the wave of the future. Our students are something, they're telling us that they'd like to see more of it. Our professors are becoming more uh, trained on that. Comfortable with it. Very comfortable with it. The rigor is there, the academic, you know, skills that are needed. So we're building for the future. So we have courses that are on ground online and hybrid and like I said we're trending up in the right direction and building for the future beautiful beautiful so we were talking about also too at one point um, student housing is a real important topic also yeah. here mm-hmm. in our valley and like I said you're uh, you, you keep a pulse on the student and what the student is looking for yeah. and what's changed pre and post of the pandemic too and the online learning and everything so you're listening and having your your administration be listening, mm-hmm. uh, talk to me about that on uh, student housing because that's got to be a very important part with students. You know, it is, and housing everywhere is a yeah. real critical need in California, especially yeah. here in the Valley. So we've actively gone after funding for housing, and so we've secured uh, about thirty-six million dollars from the state of California. We're looking now to partner uh, to be able to leverage that dollars to even more. Yeah. And the best part about it is the state also gave us uh, about half a million dollars uh, for Fresno City West Fresno campus yeah. and a half a million for the Madera campus to really study the needs. So yeah. not only do we have money for bricks and mortar, we'll be able to study the, the issue so we know exactly what type of housing it is because it's not the old-fashioned dorms anymore. Although we have dorms in Reedley and students yeah. love them, we want to listen to our students and really see what it is they want and build it in that direction. By that direction, I'd love yeah. to see some student housing in downtown Fresno. That would be phenomenal. I was walking down Fulton Street. I never realized where your office was and I saw the, the window and yeah. I'm like, oh, there she is working. You were on a <laughs> Zoom or something. But wouldn't it be great to have yes. something like that? You know, uh, it really would. Or somewhere on Blackstone or downtown. Yeah. I think it, I think that's something that will materialize. You know, the one thing about community college is that we have some great partners. And so we're in discussions now. And, uh, you know, we've been blessed with Measure C dollars. And we've been able to build a lot of buildings. You'll go down Blackstone and you'll see mm-hmm. a lot of uh, construction work. Uh, yeah. uh, so we're, we're confident we're going to be able to deliver on student housing. Beautiful. I love it. I love it. Is there anything that also, too, in the 2023 plan, I know you have some new board members Mm -hmm. and bringing them on and and looking into the future. Uh, What do you see? Well, it's interesting. You know, we have two new uh, board members, and from what I've seen, uh, they are eager and willing to learn and to want to roll their sleeves up and do a lot of work. I've been so impressed uh, with our new trustees and the entire board. They've been very forward-thinking. They're looking at how we can be a better institution together, uh, really serving the Valley needs, our students' needs, and our community and our employers' needs. So we're uh, coming together, uh, and they just approved uh, our work to move forward with something we're calling State Center 20 
35. And we, you know, like a lot of organizations, you have a strategic plan. Uh, our strategic plan in the past has served as well, but it really didn't talk about having four colleges or living through a pandemic and learning how yeah. technology can really change how you learn and work. Yeah. And uh, we talk about uh, new buildings coming on. So now it's time to reimagine and re-visualize what it is we should be. Uh, so that work is starting actually this month. Yeah, a lot of construction, a lot of stuff happening. Yeah, a lot of work is happening. Yeah, and, and you, you were uh, a, a, my first experience with you, and I won't share the whole story, but you're a mover and a shaker. Thank you. And you, you make things happen, and you can't do it by yourself. And I saw that drive of a, a person that just handled a situation with um, leadership. And when I, when I saw that, I thought, wow, that was awesome. Yeah, And I think it, it transcends into what's happening with State Center Community College and the hard work that the team around you is doing. We have a great team and we're building and uh, I'm excited about the work that we can do collectively. There's a nice synergy that's happening coming out of the pandemic. Uh, people who want to roll up their sleeves and uh, I am a cheerleader for this valley. I'm a cheerleader for our colleges and uh, if there's more resources that we need, I'm going to do everything I can to help make that happen. Uh, try to leverage what we have to take it to new heights and you know, learn what from what we've done and how yeah. can we do it better. And uh, I think uh, that will serve us all well. Absolutely. Well, we're running out of time, but it's always a pleasure having you on my program. Good to see you again. Yeah, I love, I love uh, hearing about all the good news and the good stuff. We'll have to bring you back for some updates to talk about it. I would love to do that. I'd love to be able to give an update on our Measure C construction projects because we really did, did deliver on our promises to the community. Beautiful. That's all the time we have. Make sure you join us every week here Tuesday morning at 11 a.m. for Business Leaders. And also, podcast. We're on iTunes, and Dr. Goldsmith is listening to the podcast with Business Leaders. So you can get it at Business Leaders with Lance online if you can't catch it here at KMPH Fox 26. We'll talk to you next week, Tuesday morning at 11, right here on the Business Leaders. Thank you. Thank you, Lance. Thanks. (laughs)